Are you confident in our nation's elections? Are you confident that our elections are safe and secure? Well, if not, over 80% of Americans agree with you. On January 6, 2022, a poll was recorded by ABC, which recorded that only 20%, only 20% of Americans believe that our nation's elections are both safe and secure. That number right there just shows a huge problem within our election system here in the United States. A year earlier, in 2021, it was at 37%. We have gone down 17% within the last year of Americans being confident in our elections. Now, these are very low polling numbers for a democracy whose elections should be more secure. We have, this is a huge problem. We saw it in 2020. We see it now. We see um, illegal voting all over our country. I asked you, my followers, on Instagram a couple days ago a question about election security. I asked you, do you, are you confident that our nation's elections are both safe and secure? And the numbers were just as similar to the poll by ABC. 13% of you said, yes, you are confident in our nation's elections. And 87% of you agree that our nation's elections are neither safe nor secure. Now, that leads to my big question. What needs to change for our elections to become safe and secure? Welcome back to The Conservatine, and I'm your host, Chase Levitt. One huge problem in our electoral system here in the United States is mail-in voting. And we saw that in the 2020 election, and we've seen that through many, many other elections, that mail-in voting causes a huge problem when it comes to voting for our elected leaders. Mail-in voting is the most vulnerable to be altered, stolen, or forged. And that just is common sense. When you send in any type of mail, really, it can be just a letter, it can be a package, things get lost in the mail, things get changed, things get stolen. What's What makes mail-in voting any different? Mail-in voting causes a lot of technical problems. A lot of technical problems. When you get receive your ballot in the mail, you have to go in and you have to vote for who you believe should fill the selected office. But some people who don't fully understand how to use the ballot and how to properly use it, they are giving insufficient information, which doesn't allow their information and their vote to go through legally or anything like that. Because... When you get that mail-in voting, it's not the same as going to the polls on election day where you will have election official, officials able to help you with what you are doing and help you um, answer questions and help you through the process so that your vote can be counted and it can be counted legally. Um, and that's just one of another big problem with mail-in voting. Another one is that, like I talked about earlier, with it being vulnerable, vulnerable to be altered, stolen, or forged, is that mail-in ballot may not be delivered to the right place. It may not be delivered at all. So therefore, your vote would not count. When 
I, let me tell you now, everyone's vote does count and you need to go out and vote because your vote does count. And giving it through the mail, that gives it the chance of not being counted. It can also be miscarried, which ties back into that, is it can go to the wrong place. It can, it might not end up at the spot that you want it to end up. The Heritage Foundation states, with recent primaries, including Wisconsin and Maryland, have reported voters not receiving their ballots or not getting them in time to be voted and returned. So we all know that um, when you get a mail-in ballot, you have to postmark it for a certain date and send it in by that date so that it can be legally counted. But the Heritage Foundation is saying that within the recent primaries, um, Wisconsin and Maryland have reported that voters have not even received their ballots. So the, how, how are they able to um, go out there and have their voice be counted and have their voice be heard, right, for who they want to fill those positions? I mean, I have a solution for them is they can actually get up and go to the polls on election day, but some people just get very mad about that. So I don't really know how to help them because if you're not receiving it, there's no way you can vote. And there's no way you can, if you get a late ballot, it's going to be hard to get that ballot in on time at the deadline to um, to get it counted legally. Um, you know, and when people mail, I'm going to talk a little bit more about postmarking. That's a very important thing to get your vote in and counted legally. A lot of people will not postmark their ballots, but we've seen in the past, especially in the 2020 election, that those ballots were still being um, casted and counted even when they came in after the deadline and during um, and during the election. Like they came in after the deadline was saying you have to have your ballot in at this exact time or else it will not be counted. Yet they came in without a postmark and were being counted um, and either going for one candidate or another. And I, that was just something we really saw a big thing of in the 2020 election. Um, it's a lot. I'm going to go back to earlier when I was saying that not only is it these unpostmarked ballots are being counted, but ballots get brought in with um, inaccurate information. And it is a lot harder to get that accurate information, right? It's a lot harder to, because it's very easy, like I said earlier, to forge these mail-in ballots. You can put in another name. As we saw with a lot of problems in the 2020 election where that dead people were voting. Now, don't ask me how that's possible because I have no idea. Um, it is so much harder to get the accurate information, to get the right name, the right Make sure you're even old enough to vote. Make sure you're even eligible to vote. Um, those were huge problems. And I that is another huge problem with mail-in voting is that it's just harder to get accurate information. Um, another problem with mail-in voting is it takes a lot longer to find election results. In France, um, I don't know if you saw this, but the presidential election they had there that re-elected their president, um, they were able to get results in within, I believe it was about a day. It may have been a little bit longer, a little bit short, but that's around, it was around a day because they don't have as much mail-in voting. But here in the United States, our presidential election 
um, sometimes can take days to figure it out because they're accepting all these mail-in ballots and we are still accepting them after the deadline has passed. So it's a lot harder to get fast, safe, and secure election results as fast. Um, I also had talked about how, you know, mail-in ballots coming in very late. Some of those mail-in ballots were supposedly, like somehow, I don't know how, um, cast by dead people, which is called ghost voting, is where dead people somehow vote. Um, it's absolutely insane. I I think I don't know how these people even like take that into consideration that this ballot should be counted, even though it's a dead person cast it. Like that's obviously suspicious in itself. Um, and we also saw within the 2020 election a lot is ballot harvesting. We saw um, people bringing in multiple ballots with the with the same information, with the same names. Um, I went and saw 2,000 mules. I, it was about a month ago, I, sometime around there. Let me first say, I said this in a past episode with uh, when Andrew Bassett and Colin Ekstrom were on, that you should really go out and watch it because it really exposes the suspicious acts within the 2020 election that basically overturned it to give it to the election to Joe Biden. Um, during that whole movie, uh, that documentary, um, they had so much evidence, so much evidence of people ballot harvesting and people um, turning in multiple ballots at once. Um, it's just crazy. I I don't even know how to comprehend this because it's like these people are getting caught on video, yet nothing is happening to them. Um, but, you know, a lot of people will deny that this is happening, but we see all over the country um, people are stepping up and um, – uh, what's the word? I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, turning themselves in for crimes, for election fraud, um, for ballot harvesting, for being a mule, which is what they call them in 2000 mules, is a mule. Um, who? Let me explain what a mule is real quick. So basically what they their definition of a mule was and what they showed a lot within the documentary was that a mule is somebody who will turn in multiple ballots to multiple drop boxes within a certain period of time. And they saw that a ton in the 2020 election. And they have just mounts of evidence from Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, all swing states that went to Biden, but had, I think just in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania alone, there was about, oh, I don't even know the exact numbers. I'm going to, it was about, Oh, I don't know, 10 times what we saw in Georgia or Arizona, like just in Philadelphia alone, the amount of mules and the amount of election fraud that was happening just there was absolutely insane. Um, I think that what needs to happen is all these people who denied that the 2020 election was stolen, that there was absolutely no fraud, is they need to go watch that and they need to sit down and comprehend what is happening. They can't be looking at it through their liberal lens, just thinking that is not a problem um, and nothing is going on. They got to actually use their brain and watch it because there is more than enough evidence, I believe, in that movie alone that should at least start the, um, start 
the effect of getting more people um, caught for these election crimes, which really are a threat to our democracy. Because here in a democracy, we're supposed to have um, safe and secure elections where we can, we the people, elect our own official um, leaders to lead in the House of Representatives, the Senate, uh, our state legislators, our governors, our in the President of the United States, um, which we clearly saw was a huge effect in the 2020 election. Um, another thing that people would do um, to... Um, steal the election was they called it vote buying um which is just how it sounds people would offer money or other incentives to vote for a particular person um who was it i believe it was a state representative somewhere oh I'm trying to remember can't remember her name i'll have to find it and i think i posted it on my story i'll have to go back and check and make sure i'm um giving you accurate information and I'll post it again if I, if I find it, but, uh, some late, I think she was part of a state legislator. She was a state legislator somewhere, I think in Arizona. Um, she would go up to people's houses and she would offer them money or other incentives to vote for the democratic candidate. This wasn't for the 2020 uh, presidential election. It was for, uh, a statewide election. And, she went up to this lady's house and she had saw that this lady had voted Republican. She was going to pick up her ballot and take it for her. And she saw that she had voted for the Republican candidate and she asked her about it. And um, she was talking about how they made a deal or whatever. Um, and, and this almost should just be just as punishable as anything else. You're literally trying to buy people you're literally trying to buy votes like the name vote buying you're buying votes which any candidate of any party that has that done in their name those votes should not be counted because there was fraud going on within them now i've been talking a lot about what makes elections not safe and secure now let's talk about what can be done to prevent election fraud one thing one thing here, require in-person voting. They, I can't stress this enough. I believe that a majority, the majority of Americans can get up if they really want to vote and go to the polls on election day and vote for the candidate of their choosing. I don't believe that everyone is not able to go. Now, I, I'm not saying that there are not people that can't go in and and vote for themselves, but I think that there should be mail-in ballot, um, mail-in voting for very few, oh, I can't talk, specific amount of people, there we go, um, who physically cannot come to the polls and have proof, um, proven record of that, um, that they can be sent one, but it has to be postmarked and sent in before the deadline. Um, I think that is a very reasonable um, compromise for these people. Um, and I believe that the ballot must be tracked and it needs to be made sure that nothing happens to it. Um, another thing is uh, getting rid of voting machines. That just happened in Wisconsin 
Wisconsin State um, got rid of their electronic voting machines. And a gubernatorial candidate um, in Arizona, Carrie Lake, she is vowing to, when she's in office, to push for the removal of voting machines, electronic voting machines in Arizona. Um, which I think is absolutely amazing because within any, every technology, anything that's technological has the chance of having problems, right? It's, ne it's never going to be perfect. Um, and that's why I think electronic voting machines should just be gotten rid of. I think we specifically need to have a paper and a pen um, when we are voting. It is one of the biggest things that to, I'm not saying it will cure election, it will cure um, our election problems and 100% guarantee that our elections will be safe and secure, but I think it will definitely help a ton. Um, I also believe that we should have bipartisan poll watchers, um, people of both parties watching over, um, just making sure everyone's doing the right thing, making sure that everybody is um, following the rules and voting safely and securely and legally. Um, and they should be bipartisan. Like I just said, they, they, we should have Republicans, we should have Democrats so that they can watch. And if there's anything suspicious happening, they can call it out and stop it before the vote gets cast and therefore creating an illegal vote. Um, I believe that there should be officers within the polling areas to watch because, you know, sometimes... Um, if something were to go down that these poll watchers see um, anything wrong and people get mad, you know, we need officers to get involved to make sure we have a safe um, voting experience, right? We need to be able to go into the polls confident that our vote will be cast and that we will be safe doing so. Um, and one last thing. One big last thing that I think should be required to ensure safe and secure elections here in the United States is voter ID. Now, many on the left will be like, voter ID laws are racist. It um, it affects minorities. Uh, you're just you just hate minorities. All this, and it's it's like, how they like to say that it's racist, but they're racist in saying that. So are they just assuming that uh, black people don't have IDs? because they're black, like that's racist in itself. I saw a video somewhere of this man who was going around asking um, white liberals whether or not voter ID laws should be, voter ID should be required to vote. And they were saying, no, no, it's racist. It's going against minorities' rights, whatever, all that crap. Um, but then he went to talk to people of color and they just sat there. He, he asked them if they had IDs and almost all of them said yes. And then he would ask them a follow-up question, which was, um, do you know anybody um, who doesn't have an ID? And most of them said no, because so that in itself is racist for those people to even be suggesting that people of color do not have voter ID, um, don't have identification for themselves, not voter ID, but identification proving they are who they are. And voter ID just makes sense. When you go to vote, you need to make sure that who you say you are is who you actually are. And who, and it shouldn't be, your vote should not be counted and is therefore illegal if you cannot provide accurate um, voter ID, which is like, you know, your driver's license, uh, SSN, your whatever it may be. Um, 
just any type of ID that can prove to the people that are over the poll watchers, the officers, whoever can see that it is actually you who is uh, voting for this particular candidate. Now, this is a huge problem in the United States, a huge problem, election security. And it is something that the American people have have lost confidence in greatly in huge numbers as we saw just a 17%, a huge 17% drop from in 2021 to now in 2022 of Americans who believe that our elections are safe and secure. It's a problem that needs to be addressed. It is a problem that needs to be, you know, talked about. A lot of people, especially on the left, will say, just give it up. Stop talking about 2020. Just move on. Even some Republicans. But it's like, a this is a problem that many are worried about and that many are uh, concerned about is that whether or not when they go to the, the polls on election day, that their vote will be counted and that their vote voice will be heard. Um, that is the point of our democracy. That is the point of America is to have every, is to one, have a democracy and two, to have the American people's voices be heard. Um, and so, I, you know, we just got to do all that we can to make sure that election security is one of the biggest things that needs to be talked about. Because if we keep having these illegal, um, fraudulent elections, the American people's voices won't be heard and will be represented by um, elected officials who don't truly serve in the best interest of their constituents. So all I say is do whatever you can to help get the word out about um, election fraud. Get your word out about anything that you see. If you go to the polls and you see something happening, if you see something suspicious, you know, figure out what that is and try to, you know, if it's bad enough, get an officer involved. We need to have safe and secure elections in this nation to know that the American people are being represented properly anywhere, whether it be in statewide offices um, or nationwide offices. So let's just do what we can, keep fighting, and I believe that with the right amount of fight, we can, once again, have safe and secure elections in this country. Now, may God bless you. And may God bless these United States of America.